Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. From atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, uh, the only, Pucko Podcast! It's Pucko! Pucko! It's Pucko! Pucko! Pokemon Underground Champions League, oh yeah! Pucko! Grab your friends, it's that time again. again Listen to the show with the phone Fuck never ends It's Bucko Bucko Oh yeah Bucko It's your host, Spring Dash And your co-host, whatever you have It's Bucko Bucko Oh yeah, yeah, yeah And welcome to the 297th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my hydrogenous co host. <laughs> I pronounce I, these words that you come up with. Huh? Uh, both of us. And basket. There What's up, Puck Peeps? Oh, there we go. All right. And we're here to bring you, like I said, the 297th episode of the Puckle Podcast. Uh, we are a show that talks about everything Pokemon, the trading card game, the video game, uh, Pokemon fandom in general, and its lifestyle. And so, uh, welcome if you're new. Welcome back if you're old. And, uh, yeah, I think that's, uh, I think that's my usual spiel. Um, if and you like, back even more if you're like really, really old. There's somebody in the email today that is going to blow your mind. So we're awesome. gonna, yeah, we're I'm gonna, excited. yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna keep going though. But so let me ask you guys what I ask you guys at the beginning of every show. Uh, what are you guys, what have you guys been up to in Pokemon lately? Let's start with you, Bo. Um, so PuckleCon got me re-addicted to, uh, the TCG, um, which is unhealthy for my wallet and my time. Um, yes, so I'm is. on Pokemon. <laughs> so I've been on, uh, Pokemon TCGO a bunch. Um, add me, I'm Bosephus Puckle. Super easy. Oh, wait, um, did you make a new one? I did, because I cannot remember my old account information <laughs> at all. <laughs> it's like four years ago. Um, but also, PC, uh, the online is so way better than it used to be. Oh, yeah, it's way better. It's, it's improved a lot since, it, since like, Gen 5, I want to say. Gen yeah, 5. That's what I was <laughs> yeah. It, it's definitely much better than it used to be. For um, sure. The other thing I found out, um, or the other thing that I'm doing is that uh, I found out um, Yeti Gaming is actually, like, two blocks from my work. Oh, that's awesome. Um, which is, like, kind of the um, St. Louis hub for the mm-hmm. trading card game. So that's super awesome. I used to play there a bunch back in the day, and oh, wow, now that really? I work, like, yeah. We, we um, met them at last PuckleCon. 
Yeah. Um, I can't remember her name. I feel so bad, but she's, mm-hmm. I think she's one of the co-owners of Bought Me Coffee. Mm-hmm. We talked. Um, nice. But yeah, so I found out League is um, for standard Wednesday nights and then um, expanded Sunday afternoon. So like, I'm totally going to go play some League. I'm excited. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah. Anyway, that's me. <laughs> what about you, Basket? What have you been up to, Pokemon-wise? Um, so I was really, uh, really excited because I was trying to find Soul Silver, mm-hmm. and it's like a ridiculous price online right now. Oh, it's absurd. And I couldn't like, find it in any stores at all. It's like 50 bucks at GameStop. Oh, no, yeah, it totally is. But online, it's like, what, at like 120 or something stupid? Really? Like that what? That's stupid. Oh, it's huge, dude. That's like, stupid. The original... You have the original case and everything. There was a there's actually a store right by me that was selling it in the original box, Heart Gold, I think. I forget what it was. It wasn't ridiculous though. It was buy it at- and sell it. <laughs> <laughs> right. And so I was like, oh, I'm unrelated. It I was, have Pokemon Soul Silver for sale. But. It was it was uh, <laughs> no, it yeah. was definitely a it was definitely a store that I wanted to take you guys to, but I didn't have time because I know Bo would appreciate it. There's a store that's literally within walking distance of my house that sells a bunch of like uh, that's one of the only single stores in Columbus for Pokemon cards. And it, uh, and it has like a bunch of old cards too. It's got a bunch of stuff from like gym heroes and stuff like that. Oh, that's so, cool. Yeah, I know Bo would be into that. I but almost you know, got that set complete. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so basically, I got. Um, uh, I ended up getting Soul Silver at a GameStop because I found it after just basically giving up and being like, "Well, I guess I better save up 150 to 300 dollars or whatever crazy price it is right now mm-hmm. online." to get an actual copy of it. And there it was staring me in the face. No, uh, no cover or anything, but yeah. I don't care about that. I just want to play the game. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that's awesome. awesome. Yeah. It's uh that's good. That's, anything else? Um, from either of you, yeah. cause I have a list of things. And <laughs> Oh, do your list because I was okay. going to say, I was just, um, trying to come up with like a top 10 list of what I would want for, um, uh, our next uh, VGC thing that we do whenever Ooh. it is. Yeah. Because um, uh, I want, I have like a lot of like favorite Pokemon, but a mm-hmm. lot of them aren't um, actually viable mm-hmm. <laughs> in uh, VGC. So a I was hoping to like do a list of my favorites and then have uh, someone who knows more about it be like, oh yeah, so here's like the top three to start your cores with, mm. you know, and then try and go from there. Okay, we could talk about that. We could do something like that. Um, so for me, I did I did a lot of things in Pokemon this week. A lot of things. Uh, so first, most recently was uh, earlier this afternoon. I actually went to a Burning Shadows pre-release. That was a lot of fun. Um, I I think we pulled a couple good cards. We pulled the Jar- Darkrai GX and the uh, Salandit oh, nice. GX as well, and 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 Golosopod for funsies. Um, oh, that's I'm, I'm excited for that card. Mm-hmm. I, I, we were playing for funsies and so it was, it was a good time. I won all, all three of my matches. So that was really cool. Uh, oh, because mostly no. because all of the pre-release cards are garbage. Uh, <laughs> like, like all of the promos are bad. Well, sometimes they're pretty good. Um, I think oh, the promos, my bad. The promos. Yeah. That's pulled 90% junk in the sets. So. Oh yeah. You absolutely do. <laughs> you absolutely do. You just, you take, you, most of the time you end up taking that like 23 cards they give you and you like throw in like two trainers you got and then you're just like, okay, how many energy do I need? Right. Um, <laughs> These Pokemon work and the rest is energy. Yep. Pre-releases and then, are fun because they oh, remind me of uh, uh, like theme deck. Mm-hmm. 
fine. You're, you're like exactly that. right because there you can run a lot of stuff that definitely wouldn't work otherwise. At, but I did that. That was really exciting. So, um, so other things is post PuckleCon cleanup happened. Uh, we were having fun with that, and I wanted to make a shout out because I didn't get a chance to do it during the PuckleCon show, but we were provided a bunch of art prints. Uh, as prizes that were pretty awesome. I think you guys both saw them. I hope you did. Yeah, yeah, um, I did. Yeah, I got yeah. Those really cool. What yeah, was those, that Bulbasaur one. Yeah, really the Bulbasaur like with one. the bul- boba tea. So these are these were from uh, AnimeGravy.com, which was provided by Gravy. Um, I wanted to give him a shout out. I wanted to do it in a much more uh, collective setting, like a calm setting, uh, just because we didn't get the opportunity to do it during the PuckleCon show. So shout out to AnimeGravy.com for sending us those. Uh, it was very appreciated. Yep, my print is right above my bed. That's yeah. that's awesome. Like, I love it. <laughs> um, okay, so the last thing I wanted to bring up was um, during the during this week, I also played a lot of uh, Red Version. Um, wait, one. So I, I played a lot of Red Red Version this week because I was a guest on a podcast called New Game Plus this week. Um, their their show should be out. The, I'm going to put a link to their their show in the show notes. It's a really cool show concept. Because what they do is they do um, they they take a retro game once a week, something that's 15 years old or older, and they play it for a week with their fans. They discuss it on their Discord. It's really cool. And so this week they did they did Pokemon, um, and they had me on as like the quote unquote expert uh, <laughs> because oh, we dude, all that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, and so so it was it was a very cool time. Um, they like shout out to them. You guys should check them out if you're into retro games. Um, it's a really cool community they've got going on there. So I 100% approve them, Bo. What's, uh, what's the name one more time? Uh, yeah, New Game Plus that. podcast. New Game uh, Plus. That's so funny. in the, it's funny that they do retro games. Yeah. Well, no, it's a, it's actually a uh, callback to one of the older things that happened in video games. Uh, for like older games, if you would beat the game once, you would be able to play like an enhanced version of that save file again. And that, that right. slot like, would usually be called. Like yeah, it would be called New Game yeah. Plus. Oh, uh, cool. so, um, yeah, I, I found that out by searching for them on the internet and then I got the Wikipedia article about new game plus, not their podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it was, it was really cool. I, I, it was, it was a fun time and I, um, if they'll have me, I will definitely go back. So, uh, definitely check out that show. It's going to be, uh, they, I'm on a, I'm on the episode that's coming out. I believe there's, they put out, they release on Mondays as well. So you can find a link to their podcast in our description. Uh, or not in our description, in our show notes. So I'm going to check it out. Yeah. I'm going to check it out. And if you stutter at all, <laughs> I'm going to make fun of you. I'm going to call you <laughs> up and be like, ha I probably had my microphone backwards knowing what happened during this show setup. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> at least, at least your microphone was set up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so, but that, that, I did a lot of things in Pokemon though this week. It was, it was a good time. Uh, even though I got burned out on Pokemon during PuckleCon, I definitely did a lot more Puck- Pokemon things than I thought I was going to this week outside of Splatoon. So we're going to go ahead and kick it on over then to the news, guys. Um, so we are going to cue that epic music. Radio Tower. This just in. And on to the news. In the news, we have a few things. First of all, Pokemon Go Safari events in Europe were postponed just be- probably because of the aftermath of Pokemon Go Fest being completely awful. 
Um, the, That's probably a safe bet. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Well, the one the the event that happened in uh, somewhere in England, I don't want to say where because I'm just going to say it wrong. Um, it, it's uh, that one. That one went spectac- spectacularly well, from what I was told. Oh, and really? Yeah, that one went incredibly I'll, well. So I'll have to look I, that up. Yeah, that one that happened the same day as GoFest. So it's really surprising. <laughs> oh wow! <Nice>. Yeah. <laughs> The other one, uh, but the one, the safari events were a little bit different. Those were, uh, the ones that were postponed were in Stockholm, Copenhagen, Amsterdam, and Prague. Uh, the rest of the one, or the rest of the events they had planned in like Europe, uh, in Europe, including Germany, the UK, and Spain, I believe, are all still going on. Uh, they're, they're just as scheduled. And to make up for that, uh, Pokemon Go decided that they're going to have regional variants start popping up, um, more than likely in those cities. They say in places in Europe, but it's definitely in those cities. And, uh, so that, that's happening. Um, but more Pokemon news is that for uh, those of you wondering right now, um, if you're listening to this, you can no longer catch Articuno. They've switched over to Moltres until next Monday, August 7th. Um, at which point they're going to switch over to Zapdos, which will go away on, on August 14th. Um, we don't know if they're coming back. Well, they're probably coming back. We just don't know when, um, which is, which is sad. I mean, Bo, you totally play Pokemon Go, so I know this affects you. Um, yeah, and and there's I can't get Nardacuno. Like, yeah, th- th- I have a raid group that Ransom's in, and I mm-hmm. just I can't like no I just, right. I can't time it out. It's so hard. Yeah, this is uh, so it's not happening, and we're gonna be getting uh, Moltres and Zapdos. the The theory is right now because I believe August fifteenth or fourteenth, Japan is also having their event for uh, for Pokemon Go. They're doing their like Pikachu event or whatever. Is that at that event they're going to release Raikou, Entei, and Soikun for legendaries okay. as well? Uh, that, that's, that's that's the theory. Um, it's a game theory, um, but they're going to be going ahead. <laughs> I, I, if that's the theory, then what would happen is we would all believe would be a like six week rotation for legendary raids. You know, like oh, this week's Articuno, this week's Moltres, this week's Entei, this week is uh, whatever. And like Lugia was released here because I don't know if Lugia is ending on Monday. I'm not 100 percent sure on that. That's uh, that's all on me. Uh, I thought it already ended. Uh, no, I think it's still going. I'm not. I'm not Did sure they though. Extend it again? Maybe. I don't know. I but the idea would be they would release Hoa with that as well, which would be really cool. That'd be cool. The only things we wouldn't have then would be Mewtwo, Mew, and Celebi, which are fine. That's fine. Uh, Honestly, I just want uh, I just want Zapdos because uh, I already have Lugia. Mm-hmm. Oh, thanks, guys. Um, thanks. <laughs> yeah, so I have one of those, um, and that's like, in my opinion, like one of the coolest. Yeah, I, no, you're you're not wrong. Uh, it, um, it definitely is. I really want Zapdos because Team Instinct for the win, and then um, uh, I want the three dogs, and then I'm good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the three Same, dogs. Actually. I'm I'm really excited to, if that happens. I'll be really excited. Yeah, Articuno sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Team Mystic, yeah. their legendary bird sucks. Sublime. Sucks. <laughs> <laughs> that gets me. Okay, so <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and move on. So that that's your Pokemon Go news. That's your Pokemon Go events here. So other news, uh, Nintendo because it's a it's the end of the quarter. Released their financial reports. For what they're expecting income to be in the next year or so, and they were they put on all of their releases that are coming up after E3 that were announced, and the only the only game that was on there listed as 2018 or later was the Pokemon game for the Switch. So I think it's Nintendo's way of being like, yeah, this is 2019, and just kind of being like, yeah, <laughs> they're, they're playing a safety net. 
Then yeah, well, I think I think they're well, gonna I think they're really gonna shoot for Christmas 2018 because that's, I don't I think I think point, I, but I, I think, think that's they're, what they want. Gi- I think they're giving themselves the safety net because they want to make a good game either way. I, I think I think it's I think it's one of two things. One, it's exactly like you're saying they want to shoot for it, but they don't think they can. Two, I think what happened was with the with the announcement of Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon in the beginning of June, everybody was so upset due to the fact that there was that uh, Pokemon Stars rumor. For the longest right. time, and I think everybody it, like they just thought the community was upset, but apparently they don't listen to my podcast, and so <laughs> they uh, they they thought they needed to like calm down the community and tell them like they're there, it's gonna be fine. Here's a Pokemon game for the Switch. It's happening. We're working on it. Right. Uh, and so my my like conspiracy theory. Oh, sorry. I'll let you finish with yours, and oh, then I'll get to my conspiracy yeah. theory. Uh, so I, what I think is going to happen, I think, um, either, so next year, what's going to happen is we're either not going to have a game at all, or they're going to actually drop a Gen 4 remake, because there are a lot of things, like, that they're hinting at a Gen 4 remake with, in that, uh, one, remakes do way better than, um, third versions, it turns out, like, sales-wise, and... I don't think Gen 4 will, though. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I, mean, I, I don't know. I don't I mean, know if the nostalgia's not... there. I don't know. Like, the fact yeah. that I can still play the original games on my 3DS kind on of disturbs me. console. Yeah. yeah, it kind of irks me. Um, but I can see that happening just because they're, like, the marketing's there already. Uh, in the, in the new yeah. movie, Ash's, uh, new travel companions have a Piplup and a Lucario, which is very indicative of, um, like a remake coming just because that they did the exact same things in the Arceus movie. They're, all of the Johto starters make an appearance in that, and that was just before they launched HeartGold SoulSilver. So that's uh, it's just something to consider, something to think about, some something to munch on, you know. But go yeah. ahead with your theory, Baskin. I, I want to hear it. So I think that at a at a certain point, the Pokemon Company were planning on coming out with the Switch um, Pokemon game. Mm-hmm. But then whatever happened happened, and they decided that they weren't going to actually do that. And then it had already leaked out, right? Because somebody had found like uh, somebody had leaked it or had found some code or something like that. I don't remember exactly when the rumor started, mm-hmm. but the rumor was already out there, and there was like hard evidence saying that there was, this a, there was, was a, going to happen. There was there was then, there wasn't really a lot of evidence in that like. Yeah, I think some of the biggest stuff was like, oh, look at all these high res models they put in Ultra Sun or in Sun and Moon, and it's just like, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they did it, but at the same time, they've never crossed generations over on platforms. Like, they've well, never... one of the things that, sorry, oh, one go of ahead, go Nintendo ahead. Really like to do is, uh, or at least some of the companies that Nintendo works with, is create a game and then make it for, you know, like the Wii U, like Monster Hunter is a great example, you mm-hmm. know, we'll make it for the Wii U and then we'll put like a crappier version or whatever on the DS, cause, but it's supposed to be for the Wii U. Mm-hmm. And so what I think is going to happen is that um, they're basically get, basically going to do that for the Switch. Mm-hmm. They're going to like reverse engineer the same stuff that's going on in the Pokemon games for the DS and they're going to shove it on the big screen and honestly, I mean, I'm okay with that. Like, yeah, no, no, I'm, 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 I'm so okay with it. Like, that's yeah. the, I, I know that's what's gonna happen. They're gonna switch the UI back to what it used to be. In yeah. that, and I think, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, no, <laughs> I was just gonna say that I think that um, the reason why they're doing that is because of the fact that they were not prepared to come out with the full game, even mm-hmm. though everything was looking like they were going to do that. 
they either scrapped it or they're like, yeah, that'd be a cool idea, but we're not going to put that much uh, thought into it or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then something got out and then people freaked out because they thought it was happening. (laughs) Somebody hyped it up way too much. It was, it was, uh, there was one specific Twitter uh, person that like works for Nintendo or something like that. that kept leaking it. It was, it was stupid. It was like, it all stemmed from one person. That's what happened. And I, I don't know. The hype is just like, there was just one user on Twitter that was like, Pokemon stars, Pokemon stars, uh, like all, like all of this stuff. And everybody kept re- like, what happens with, uh, what I find what happens with a lot of Pokemon rumors is it's usually like one tweet that sets it off. And then what happens is like Polygon will grab it and then Kotaku will grab it. And then people will just start citing that. And then you'll end up with like the Christian news grabbing it for some reason. That happens a lot. They'll just publish yeah. like random video game articles. And so, like, if you, uh, if you, like, source, like, all of these backwards, like, I've done it before, like, when there was a rumor that happened, and I was just like, how, how certain are we that this rumor is true? And so I, like, had, I followed this link back about five to six sources, and it all pointed, they all pointed back towards this, uh, this Twitter, like, this one tweet that this one person who, like, used to work for Nintendo made, and it was the funniest thing. Like it, so it's, that happens a lot with rumors I found, but I, I think, I think, I mean, the thing it's going to happen on switch and I'm okay with that. I just, I hope they don't like get people's hopes up. And that's what I was really disturbed with them saying it at this E3 because they're not going to say anything about it next E3. And it's just going to be, it, I don't know. It's going to be a massive disappointment. People are going to get really mad. I can tell you right now, 2018 E3, people are going to go, but where's Pokemon? You said Pokemon was coming in 2018. And I, <laughs> Like it's gonna happen. It's inevitability. I, I mean, there are a lot of whiners. Yeah, there's there's always gonna be whiners. There's always gonna be people unhappy with how things are happening, but they just it's just because they they want it now. Mm-hmm. You you're right. How, how I'm awesome is it? I'm guilty of that. Like, <laughs> like, no, I mean I, I totally am. I totally am. You know, they say, oh, it's coming out in 2018. I'm gonna be right with those people at E3. You know, like ah, dang it. They didn't come out and announce it. I'm so upset. Ah, I, I, I have, and then, and then a day later, I'll be like, "Well, okay, it takes time to do things. I understand." But my initial reaction is always to be that way. It's the people that are like, um, going on forever about how it's so horrible. They didn't do it when they said they were. Gonna oh do no, it no, or it, it's it's gonna be. I mean, I, I've done this long enough now at this point. Or it's just like I have set my expectations so low for this company because oh, yeah. Yeah. because no. I I yeah. just I know they're gonna <laughs> screw me over somehow. I like I've been I've been covering Pokemon news for like the past ten years, and it's just like I can I can tell like when they're gonna do something. Like I can feel it, you know. It's like a spidey sense, and like <laughs> I just sense. yeah, pokey sense. Uh, and like I just, I just, just like nope, it's just not gonna happen. Like I, I just had this feeling like yeah, they said 2018 or later. I'm like I'm pretty sure it's gonna be 2019. Like almost certain it's gonna be 2019. We're gonna get some announcement for it, and that's gonna be. I mean, I think I think it would be perfect from a marketing standpoint for the Switch itself to put it out Christmas 2018, like Bo said, because mm-hmm. that would give it two like heavy hitting holiday seasons. Right, because, with Mario this year and Pokemon next yeah, year, like, we we have would, Mario, we have Mario coming out, and Mario is gonna just like kill it. <clears throat> I and I can't wait for everybody to complain about Switch shortages at Christmas time on the news, and <laughs> because it's already happening now, and it's just gonna be exemplified when it, kids put it on their Christmas list. And 
so it, that that's going to be exciting. Um, but if you put Pokemon on it next year, like you're you've slam dunked, like you've just you've just slam dunked. Like the 3ds sold so many units because Pokemon X Y yeah. were were launched on those. They even made like a light version of the console literally for Pokemon. Like that that was yeah. the 2ds. The 2ds was released on the same day as X and Y because yeah. they made a Pokemon <laughs> they they made it a Pokemon machine. Like that's what it yep. was. And I bought. That's what I bought was a Pokemon machine. <laughs> <laughs> when I was like, working, when I was working uh, testing for Nintendo, mm-hmm. um, uh, X and Y and the 2DS dropped while I was there, and mm-hmm. it was insane. The amount of people like uh, who's who on their lunch break ran over to the store to go and buy <laughs> the pack of both of them. <laughs> that's great. No, I, I knew that was going to happen. I mean, that's why they dropped the 2DS because they're just like, they're like, okay, we know people are going to want to buy it. Maybe they don't want to spend $200 on the console, console itself. Let's drop a $80 version. Well, it wasn't $80 at launch. I think it was like $100 at launch or something. But it was literally just a Pokemon machine. Like, that's all it was. Uh, it still, it still is. Um, <laughs> the 3DS yeah. has a lot of good games, but let's be honest. Um, all right. So let's move on. This is, this isn't supposed to be a Pokemon on the Switch. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so Puckle News. That, really, that's... really, really, really quickly though. Yeah. Like, go for I it. I have, um, Breath of the Wild is like the only reason why I would buy a Switch, but I'm not that invested in, mm-hmm. um, I understand, uh, the Zelda franchise. However, if Pokemon comes out, I will buy it. Oh, yeah. So... No, no. The Pokemon, Pokemon and Mario are like their two main sellers. And they're, if they did it, like we just said, back to back Christmases, Slam Dunk, that console is going to be successful. I mean, it already is. But Mario can eat it. Yeah, well, Mario. I mean, I'm I'm really excited for like the first like proper Mario in quite some time. But we're gonna okay. Let, let's kick it to uh, so Puckle news. I want to. I so this is something I I keep forgetting to talk about on the show. But Puckle 300 is happening uh, in like three weeks. So I was thinking about that actually. I was looking at the episode numbers and I was yeah. like, oh wow, are we gonna do something for that? Yeah, right. I, I keep forgetting. Ask, I should so, ask that. And then so, I was I just. <laughs> so so the problem with that is like i i feel like i've become desensitized over the years because we started doing this weekly schedule like four years ago mm-hmm. and ever since this ever since this weekly schedule we hit uh we hit episode like divisible by 50 once a year and so mm-hmm. i've be, i've just become so desensitized like <laughs> i'm just like oh episode 250 is happening i guess i should do something that I, I i guess it's a milestone um and so episode 300 is just like well, I guess it's a milestone. I should do something <laughs> for that. Um, I guess, I guess now we can start doing it in like increments of like 100 because I don't That's think three, what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think, I don't think 350 yeah. is like that big of a milestone, right? 250 no. makes sense. That's like a quarter was, of a thousand. <laughs> I was actually yeah. just gonna say that's like that's like when you meet a girl and you first start dating and she's like, yeah. "Do you want to celebrate our one month anniversary?" <laughs> no, keep, it, keep, it, keep it to every, <laughs> keep it to uh, you know, uh, yeah, I, every I, hundred. I so I, that's what I think. What's it's gonna happen this time? Because I mean, this is episode three hundred, so it's kind of a big deal. Um, so uh, I, I, I talked about you. I talked this with you guys at PuckleCon, but what I, I want to like send this out to the public. So, um, we're gonna do it August nineteenth. Um, it's a Saturday. It's going to be live um, at first, but of course it'll be recorded and the public will get it on that Monday, the 21st. And so, but you can come to it live. It'll be on Twitch. Um, we're going to do it around 2 p.m. Eastern. That's what we're going to shoot for. We're going to see how late Bo is. And we'll... Uh... Only 20 minutes, probably. 
and we so we're on gonna, bow minutes. Bow minutes, yeah. We're we're on bow time, and so we're get. But uh, two p.m. Eastern is the is the uh, is the range we're shooting for because it works out for a lot of people. People can be on um, usually during that time, so it works out. I found two p.m. is like the best time. Um, so the the idea for the show is I want to do like a proper roast, like. We, we've done it in the past, like, just, like, little snippets, but I want people to, like, send in their roasts. Like, just send in an email, rip me apart, tell me I'm bad at Pokemon. Like, <laughs> should, should we create a separate email that you can't read so, so people can send stuff in, like a, a, like a roaststatch at gmail.com? Is that taken yet? I don't know if that's taken. I doubt it. I doubt it. We should, we should look into that. But right now you can send in the Puckle Podcast at gmail.com. I'll make sure not to read them. Uh, because I, I want might, you, guys, you know, I want you guys to rip me a new one. Like, let's do it. Uh, how are you saying you wanted it? Like, you wanted it to be in the mailbag, or you, uh, you can send it to in? the e- you just send it to the email. You can send it any way you want. I don't care, just as long as it gets to us. Um, I, I I think it would just be a good way to do it. I mean, it's three hundred episodes. I've said a lot of stupid things. Mm-hmm. So uh, tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> tell me I'm wrong. Tell me Torterra is not good. Um, <laughs> I, I tell myself that enough, and so. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that, that's all I'm, I just want to throw that out there. It's happening in like three weeks and I Hold guess on, it's a milestone. Is, is Torterra your favorite starter? From no, not at all. Uh, no. Okay. All. I was just, I was about to be like, wow, wow. Not only is Gen 4 your favorite, but Torterra is your favorite starter. You got some, you got some. Torterra is not my favorite starter for that one. I, <laughs> I, I think Empoleon's really cool. His typing is really cool. He doesn't get a lot of use. Um, Infernape's definitely like the most competitively viable. I've talked a lot about Infernape mm-hmm. like the past few months. Like I've hyped it up, uh, more the show, more so than I should have. Um, but that's it's it for the news. It's, it's combusting without speed boost. <laughs> yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's it for the news. Uh, we're going to go ahead and we're going to hit it all over to Puckle's Poke Quiz where we're going to quiz your co-host on their innate Pokemon knowledge. Woo. <laughs> And welcome to Pokemon's Poke Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz your co-host on their innate Pokemon knowledge. Of course, this means you have to use what's in your noggins. No internet, guys. You have to uh, use whatever you know and nothing else. So, just you can guys, I use what you I don't? Can I use what I don't know? Uh, you can try. Okay, <laughs> you can try. I, I think all of these questions, most of these questions, were provided today by Mikey from Pokemon Crossroads. Woo! So, thanks, man. Um, they all have yeah, a theme. Yeah, thanks, Mikey. Uh, I did have to change some of them because I did think uh, a few of them were a little difficult. One of them was asking, like, uh, I, one of them was pretty much a trick question, so I, d- I just didn't include it. So um, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't include it. I did not think it was fair. So uh, we're gonna jump into it. So uh, the first question, if you guys are ready. So the way this works, uh, for those of you who are new to the show, they have five questions. They can earn points. They're playing against others. They're going to shoot for thirty points to win this round. Um, I believe Snag is in the lead with 20 points right now. First to 30 wins, though. Snag's not here. You guys can just, like, slam dunk this, and it'll be fine. Let's so, do it. <laughs> so, oh, wait. That's a three-year. Never mind. So we're going to go ahead, and we're going to jump right on in. So you guys also have one hint you could use. And if you don't use the hint but get all of the questions correct, you can cash that hint in for an extra point. One of these questions also does have a second point involved if you answer that part of the question. So... Uh, if you guys are ready, I will ask you the first question. 
Already, I'm I'm good. Already. All right. Oh wait, hold so, on. Let me just uh, let me just pull up uh, Sarah B. <laughs> <laughs> so so the first question, um, this one I wrote. Uh, I think it's kind of a softball to get you into it. So, what is the first generation of Pokemon games to not include Professor Oak? Okay, so he's right. definitely in Gen two. Yeah, he is. I, um, is he in Ruby Sapphire? I, I okay, like... so hold on. I have I have a, I have a quick question because I think he's in Alpha Sapphire. So I don't know. Does that would that would that count? Re- remakes are considered a part of the generation they are in. So that they came out in. Okay. So yeah, that they came Oras out in. Gen six. Yeah, or as is Gen six. He's okay. Oak is. I'm going to say Oak is probably definitely not in Gen five, um, just because of that soft reboot thing. Um, so we don't have to go past that. I know he's in Gen four. So okay. So, so then, so, so then I say, I say we go for. Uh, I say we say Gen five because it, we're we're looking for what he's not in, right? Right, but he could not be in three. Like that's a possibility. I I can't remember if he was in three or not because there's Birch, and I'm playing through the game in my head. Well, he's. Oh no, you're right. Yeah, because right. So we there are other games in Gen three. Right. There are other games um, in Gen 3. Oh, there are. Because you said Generation. Yeah. Then it's 5. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Is, it, is this your final yes. answer? Five, hold on, five. hold on. Five, 5 didn't have any... What was 5's... Or 5's reboot was Gen 2. No, right? that was Gen 4's reboot. Okay, okay. Gen 5 Gen didn't two. get one. They went straight okay, from cool. Gen 5 to Gen 6. So it's got to be Gen 5 then. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so that's your final Gen answer? Five. Final that is answer. that is correct. So that gives you guys one yeah. point. And so that is actually going to start the theme of today's questions. Uh, all of these have to do with Gen Five, mostly because I uh, hate you. Because Mikey, <laughs> Mikey, oh. Mikey wanted it to be Gen Five theme, so I kept his theme um, and, w- along with some of his questions. <laughs> so you have a point. You should feel happy. You've got one. All right, all right cool, uh, awesome, woo! Thanks. Okay, so Wait, the gen, the gen that I played exactly once. All right, let's do this. Okay, so so this next question it has a bonus point associated with it. So uh, I want to know about Gen 5, what the naming scheme for all of the cities in Unova were. And there's a bonus point involved if you can name one of one city in Unova that did not follow that naming scheme. Okay. Okay. It's clouds. Right. I know that for a fact. Hmm. It's, it's clouds. Like Nimbus yeah. is named after Nimbus. Correct, um, yeah. Other clouds are named after, or other cities are named after other clouds that I don't know. <laughs> um, I want to. I want to say Verbank is not named after a cloud. Wait, that had uh, Roxy, the poison rocker chick, in it. I don't think there's a there's a Verby cloud or verbosa for verbase. I <laughs> verbase. It doesn't. You know, it doesn't uh, sound... uh, I don't. I don't know a whole lot about clouds, but uh, I'm going to go with your answer because that sounds correct. Okay. That's, so are these that's... are these your final answers? Uh, they're okay. mine. Are they yours? <laughs> go 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 ahead and go ahead and say them both, Bo. I'm gonna I'm gonna slam the button on clouds and Verbank. Okay, so clouds is correct. I'm double checking Verbank. I don't believe this is true. Um, but uh, actually, actually, you're technically correct. I think. Um, oh, technically. Uh, I think you're technically point. correct because it's it's based on the word Burbank. I'm not sure if that's a cloud. Uh, no, it's just based on Los Angeles. Okay. Uh, (laughs) so you know what? I'll give it to you. Uh, they're probably referencing pollution. 
but uh, <laughs> as the club, but I'll give you, I'll give you both points, uh, two points. The, the answers I was really looking for were like Black City and White Forest, but that's oh, fine. Dumb. That's fine. I'll, I'll accept it just because you know, I can't honestly, find a cloud. Honestly, I feel, I feel, I feel dumb for not getting that. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I would never. I was like, just colors, up. like. <laughs> right. I would have never come up with that. I don't, I don't even think I got to that part in those games. Okay, so question number three. This, uh, so you guys are at three points, so that's 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 suitable. That's like the average. You can that's get the average. average. All right, it's yeah, only question yeah. three. So now, yeah. now here comes a strikeout. Yeah. <laughs> so this, <laughs> so this question was provided by Mikey. Um, which Generation Five Pokemon received a signature move in Generation Seven? Uh, you all, oh, just rem- just a reminder, you have a hint, um, because uh, at some point you will need this. I'm sure. So, so what, what, first of all, what Gen 5 Pokemon were even in the Alola decks? Okay, so the big ones, let me, let me think here. Um, let's, let's look at, okay, what were the, what were the Alolan Pokemon? Were there any Alolan Pokemon that were, or were, they were all Gen 1, right? Yeah, all of them were Gen yeah. 1. Because, like, things that came to mind were, like, um, Super Stoked Star Surfer or whatever, but that's where I choose Gen 1. And yeah, so all Alolan forms can't be. I'm trying to think of moves that even yeah came out. This one's super okay. difficult. Uh. Um, okay, hold on. I think okay. So the one of the Gen fives that I can remember. Uh, oh, can 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 we ask like a like a qualifying question? Yeah, I'll like, allow it. Yes. Okay, so is it uh, um can is this Pokemon exclusive to either Sun or Moon? Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't okay. actually know. Well, I don't think so. Like I, I don't the, think the, I don't the, think it's catchable in Sun and Moon. Let me double check. The ones that I know. Um, oh, it's it's not oh. it's not catchable in Sun and Moon. Okay, oh, so wow. it's not okay. in the Alola decks. Okay, no, but if you're so so Volibee so, and uh, um, uh, Rufflet are totally out because those were the exclusives I was looking at that were. Oh, okay. Um. um Do you want do you want to take the hint, man? Because take, just, yeah, yeah you're gonna need to quit. We're gonna uh, need the hint here. So yeah, it's a gonna... it's a fire type Pokemon that's late game in black and white. Okay, late. Game it's a late fire game type. fire type. I'm running through. Okay. And he learns it, a fire type move. That's that's his new, but that's not gonna help you at all. So uh, <laughs> it could be so Volcarona. But Volcarona already had. You catch it on Victory Road. You catch it on Victory Road in black and white. Oh, say yeah. Well, then it would All be right. Heatmore. So, Heatmore. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I don't know. I, mean, he... I can't think of any other fire types. Is that your we don't have to name right. answer? We don't have to name right. the we, we just have to name the Pokemon, right? Yeah, you just have to name the Pokemon. You don't need to name the Pokemon. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah no, I, uh, yeah, I, I, I want to say... You're not yeah, going to know no, this I movie think, exists. I think, I think you're right, because, because Heatmore... Um, I think he's the only fire, like the only straight fire type that you catch on Victory Road. Right. Well, I don't think there's any other fire type. I mean, I'm, you can catch Dino, Dino, and you can catch Durant, but I think those are the only like. I, yeah. Is, he, like, is this your thing. final answer? Yes, because that's uh, yes, yes. right. It's Heatmore. Yes. It, the answer is Heatmore. That's correct. It learns the okay. move Fire Lash in Gen Seven. It's really weird. Um, it does. It's eighty base power, hundred percent accuracy, and it's physical. I believe. Let me double check. Um, yeah, it is physical. And it is, uh, it also lowers your opponent's defense. 
Why, why, why on earth? Why on earth would they give a new move that's to, like to just one Pokemon to something, right? that, to something that you can't even catch? Right? Isn't that like <laughs> what? So what's going on? So that gives you guys four points today. Um, so we're gonna move on to question number four. So question number four. Uh, so black two and white two. They included the uh, world championships in that game, which featured battles against former gym leaders and champions. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not sure how familiar you guys are with that, but that's what you did. You could battle like in a tournament setting against like blue and stuff like that. I'm uh, aware of it. And, and red. <laughs> um, so it turns out though that one gym leader was absent from it. Oh. Which gym somebody, leader was absent? Wait, oh, so man. one gym leader was talking about this at PuckleCon. Oh. Yeah. yeah. There's one gym leader you can't, oh. you can't battle in the, uh, in the world championships. Oh man. I, okay. Um, um, I, I remember, I remember that we were, people were talking about it at PokeCon, and I remember that people also talked about Cynthia for a small amount of time at PokeCon. I don't know if they're yeah. related, but that's the only guess I have. I was thinking Gen 4, uh, so it's not any of the Gen, Gen 5 gym leaders because they don't appear there. They, you fight them in their gyms, I'm pretty sure. Um, or Agatha, because Agatha's old as heck. But she's well, not it, a gym leader. It needs to be a gym leader. It needs to be a gym leader. It can't be Elite Four champions. Oh, that's it's right. a gym leader. That's right. Yeah. 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 You know, yeah, you, know yeah. you know who's coming to mind is just Crasher Wake because he seems to be the answer for most Gen Four gym leader questions. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, 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 honestly, I didn't even. I didn't even play Gen. But 4. he's also such like he's the only like memorable gym leader ever from Gen Four. So um, you're wrong, but okay. Who else? <laughs> Uh, Who's you have Gardenia? <laughs> you have Gardenia. You have Fantina. You have Rourke. You have Byron. Um, you They're have just names. <laughs> Nobody remembers who any of those people no. are. Um, they only remember Crasher Wake. You have Candace. Who's Faulkner? <laughs> okay, I need an answer. I'm gonna need an answer here. Who's the gym leader missing from the World Championship? Wait, it could be Faulkner. I'm gonna say Faulkner. You want to say wake? You want to say? I mean, I got nothing. I thought I thought Volkner was the was the was the Gen three flying type guy. No, that's. Or, sorry, Gen, I need Gen, an Gen answer. I need an guy. answer. You got to okay. give me an answer. Oh man. Let's, okay. Um. Let's uh. The, throw out, throw out, Bo. All right, Volkner, the the eighth gym leader in Gen four. That is unfortunately incorrect. Uh, you guys got hung up on Gen four there. The answer is actually Koga. Uh, Coco, oh, Coco was absent yeah. because he ended up getting replaced by Janice in Generation Two. So, um, by the time Black, White, and Two happened, they were including all of the po- all of the gym leaders from Heart Gold Soul Silver. So they oh, excluded okay. Koga from that. So Koga well, was not bad because Koga was super cool. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, he taught his uh, he taught his wheezing uh, roundhouse kick, and that <laughs> is that, that is that, that is. That is a reference that only a few people are going to get. Um, so, so you guys are still at four points. We have one more question. And as always, I ask you guys a base stack question. Um, so I'm going to ask you guys, this is about ice types today. Um, what ice type Pokemon has the highest base HP? Okay. Um, was, is Avalog Gen 5? Yeah. Um, So's Kyurem. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. You're right. Damn it, dang it. Uh, Damn. poop it. Yeah. No, Avalog is totally Gen Six. 
Bear Tick is Gen 5, but it's not Bear Tick. Uh, no. Trying to think of other Gen 5 ice types. It's probably Q-Rem. Um, I feel like... I mean, I feel like that's definitely a huge possibility. I also feel like that's, like, the easy way, because it's a legendary, and I feel like someone wouldn't choose that. But there, there's a lot of times that, like, legendaries else. get overlooked on these questions, because I go back and listen to it, and they're like, I didn't even think about Solgaleo. Like, I forgot <laughs> the steel type. Well, can, can make the, I try to make them before, easy, I tell you. Before we answer it, can we... Um, can we think of any other, like... I can't think of any other Gen 5 ice types other than Beartick, Qrem. Oh, Vanillox. Oh, oh, Vanilla, yeah, Vanillix. Yeah, uh, whatever. Vanillix. I don't know, you probably, you probably pronounced it right, I don't know. It just I have no like idea. Vanillix, so I just said Vanillix. Um, I just recently learned how to pronounce Garbodor. So <laughs> I, I, I still call it I still call it Garbodor, and I'm going to call it that way. Oh, I'm going to call it that day so. that way until I die. Absolutely. <laughs> um, Just like uh, Rayquaza. Rayquaza. Oh, nobody's changing that. Nobody's changing that. Rayquaza. Get out of here. Get out of here. I think they call it Rayquaza feel, feel, in the movie. When it, when it comes when it comes to the Rayquaza Rayquaza thing, that's how I feel about Jif and Gif. Totally. <laughs> it's like. Okay, let's not get off track. Tell <laughs> me the sorry, ice type yeah, Pokemon yeah, yeah. that has the highest base HP. I'm gonna need an answer. Let's do let's do, let's do Kirim. All right, Kirim. Uh, well, unfortunately, you guys got hung up on Gen Five for whatever reason. But the answer is, was, in fact, Kyrim. You said it was Gen Five. Please. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're you're correct. The answer is Kyrim. All of his forms have the same base HP. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. So. <laughs> Yeah, so, good. I was like, do I have to say white or black? Because if I do, no, it's going to so shot in the dark. <laughs> I was just trying to get you upset, but I wouldn't be like, would you said everything was Gen 5? <laughs> well, it worked. <laughs> and I got the reaction I wanted. So you guys got uh, five points today. That's really impressive. So let me go I'm ahead good about that. and add those Woo. in. That actually changes up the standing significantly. Um, All right, nice. I think I'm halfway to snag now. Uh, you are halfway to snag now. Uh, let am, me... I, am I at the lowest rung? Uh, you are not. You are beating people, actually. Because Ooh, sometimes all it takes is to be on running. the show. So Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, okay, so the standings are as follows. In first place, we have Snag with 20 points. In second place, we have Jushiro with 14 points. Whimsicott is taking up third place with 13 points. Maximus in fourth with 11 points. Viger and Bo are tied right now for fifth place with 10 points. Um, Dr. Shamu in seventh with nine. Scrawn and Sublime are tied for eighth place with seven points. Basket is bringing up 10th place with six Ooh. points. And <laughs> Gator is in 11th with uh, three points. So Still in the top 10, go. baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got it. So we're it's it's going. It's moving on. Top ten out of eleven. Top ten out of eleven. <laughs> um, yes. Perfect. Hey, so hey, if I, if that I is, just I'm in top ten. Yeah. That is Great. that is it for uh this week's poke po- poke quiz. So we're gonna take a short break here, guys, and we're gonna come right back at you with the topic. Greetings, listeners. It's the Puckle Shadow President Scrawn, here to reveal top-secret information about the League's behind-the-scenes behavior. 
For those who are not yet aware, Puckle has begun top-secret operations on our Discord server. To join us there, visit our website and click on the chat tab. Our website also has a variety of extra features, including badge earning and the ability to listen to older episodes. Lastly, be sure to send in mailbags to pucklepodcast at gmail.com so that you can tell everyone how much you adore me. This and see you on the dark side of the flip-flop. <laughs> and welcome to the topic. The topic today is another issue of TPCI, Why You Be Dummy Bear. And so we're going to be talking about the... Uh, we're going to be talking about... <laughs> we're going to be talking about the uh, Pokemon 2018 uh, circuit for uh, the World Championships and whatnot. The World Championships, as you guys know, are going to be in August. Um, I believe it's actually the same weekend as the uh, as the 300th episode of Puckle. So that's oh, nice. fine. Yeah, uh, Is they're going to be or before. It's during. Oh wow! <laughs> okay. It's during. It's uh, it's going to be August, I believe, nineteenth, eighteenth, uh, in Anaheim, California. And there's actually an event there that you can go to to earn championship points for the 2018 season, uh, which we're about to talk about. Because um, TPCI did a couple of things right this time. Uh, last year, they didn't announce whatsoever the uh, the regionals in a reasonable amount of time, which I think is hilarious. Yeah, I remember it being really, really quick. Like, mm-hmm. they just fired out the information super late and it was just like rapid fire and it was like okay well well no. it was it was it was like always within like two months of the event happening so you couldn't plan mm-hmm. your trip around the circuit which is which was really annoying and yeah. so this year we actually have all of the regionals at least in north america planned out so um the I, i'm gonna list them off real quick and because i Last year, I told people I was intending to to attend some of these regionals, and then literally what happened was the exact weekends I was planning on going, something else came up, and it was the most annoying thing in the world. So uh, let me let me leave these off. I'm gonna I'm gonna mention which ones I intend to go to, just because I want to go to regionals this year, and I think it'll be a lot of fun. Same. So, so the uh, the first regional of the year um, in North America, that is, because actually right now as we're speaking, the Liverpool regional is going on. Uh, <laughs> nice. Which oh, is nice. actually counts for the 2018 uh, season. So, so in North wow. America, you have uh, Fort Wayne, Indiana, from September second to September third, which is uh, which I which is right after rotation happens, and it just happens to be an expanded format. So that's great. Um, so I'm I'm on the fence right now. There's like I'm going to say a forty percent chance I go to this one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it depends on it depends on how good I feel about going. Um, the second one is in Connecticut, in Hartford, Connecticut, uh, the thirtieth and first of September and October, respectively. The week after that is in Daytona, Florida, from the seventh to the eighth. Um, according to Gator, it's in like a really like random location that's difficult and out of the way to get to. Huh. Um, so then, take a bus, don't drive. Yes. Um, so on the fourteenth and fifteenth. Of uh, of October, you have Vancouver, uh, which is actually in Richmond, British Columbia. It's it's actually in the airport. It's in the Sheraton Vancouver Airport Hotel. I love this because this is not the only hotel on this list that is in an airport. Um, there's another there, there's another one in December in uh, Memphis, Tennessee, which has like a twenty five percent chance of me going because a lot of these uh, a lot of these regionals are actually like within 
eight hours of me driving wise. So eight hours is like reasonable enough for me to go to. And so I'm thinking about that's on December 16th and 17th. Uh, I did skip the, uh, the one from San Jose, which is Thanksgiving weekend, uh, the 25th and 26th of November. Uh, I, I don't plan to go to that one. That's when, uh, Fort Wayne was actually last year. And I'm just like, I'm not going because it's right after Thanksgiving. So I'm actually pretty jealous of like how, like in the center of the U S you are. Yeah. No, no. Like I'm, me, if you I mean, look at I'm, somebody made a map actually on Twitter. Uh-huh. Uh, and if you look at it, like literally if you go to Columbus, Ohio, like it's mm-hmm. right in the center of like five regionals. Oh yeah. And I'm, I'm over here in Seattle. Mm-hmm. There's not even a <laughs> Seattle regional this year. Not what? Yeah. Well, right. Oh, I can't, I couldn't man. believe it when I read that. Uh, um, well, so, my, my, my wife's family's in, uh, some of my wife's family and friends are in California. So ooh. if there's one there, I can there's one in, there's like, one in San Jose, your friends and then San, San Jose, the weekend after Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So, uh, the, the next one is January 27th and 28th. That is the Hyatt, Hyatt Regency at Dallas-Fort Worth. It's literally located in the airport terminal uh, because that the hotel is in the airport terminal at uh, Dallas-Fort Worth. So that's uh, that's great. The that next one – no, Well, it's, it's like perfect <laughs> if you just fly there because you just fly there and you stay in the hotel the rest of your life. Um, and so <laughs> – so, no, February uh, 17th and 18th is Gateway Center, Collinsville, Illinois, which is literally just St. Louis. And so yeah. I'm planning to I, – I am like 95% going to that one um, because I want to go there to hang out with Bo. I want to go there to hang out with Mr. Sniffles, Viger, and Scrawn if they decide to come as well and possibly whoa, 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 even whoa, whoa. snag. When is when is this Bo and Mr. Sniffles meetup thing happening? Uh, February 17th and 18th in St. Louis. Uh, Mr. Sniffles will probably not be there because he'll be at. I I actually cool talked stuff. to him. I actually talked to him about this, Bo. Oh yeah, uh, okay. And I talked to him on the side, <laughs> outside of your supervision. I'm just like, I'm like, I'm like, what are you doing this weekend, Mr. Sniffles? And he's just that weekend. He's just like, he's like, I can probably ask for work off six months ahead of time. And I'm just right. like, I'm just like, I'm like, perfect because I'm planning to go to that, and it'd be awesome if you were there. So he, he is currently planning to be there. Okay. Um, cool. If he's not, we can just make fun of him. I can't imagine it's that uh, expensive for me to fly to Missouri because who goes to Missouri? Nobody. Yeah, right? but, yeah. uh... <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> if, you wanna, if, you wanna, if you wanna come, you're more than welcome. Summers are either a hundred degrees or higher we can, or we can, That's it. We can, we can talk. We can talk actually, Basket. Maybe we could split a hotel room. Or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that uh, later. Yeah, yeah, let's do yeah. yeah. We can do it all fair. Um, so, uh, t- talking about California again. Uh, there's one in Costa Mesa, California, on the third and fourth of where March. I don't know where that is. I assume it's close to something because it says uh, Orange County Fair and Event Center. So I'm assuming close to Orange County. I'm gonna so, Google this. What was it called again? Costa Mesa. C O S T A. Sure, I don't know. Costa Mesa. <laughs> uh, M E S A. Uh, uh, but right. while you're doing that, we're going to keep going. Uh, the 17th and 18th of March, you have North Carolina. The 24th and 25th, yeah. you have Portland, Oregon. Um, and then the 5th and 6th of May, you can go to Salt Lake City, Utah. Uh, February 12th and 13th, you can go to Toronto, Ontario, Canada. 
And then on uh, the 26th and 27th of May, you can go to Roanoke, Virginia, which I may be attending, but I don't know what my schedule is after May of next year. I don't know exactly where I'll be living and stuff. So that one's that one's a maybe. And then, of course, you have Monona Terrace Community and Convention Center in Madison, Wisconsin on the 6th and 3rd of June. And that is the last regional of the 2018 season. So uh, that's a mouthful. There's a bunch of European ones, too. Um, the one in Liverpool right now. There's going to be one in Germany in September. Another one in Germany in J- January. One in Sweden the same weekend as St. Louis. Uh, another one in Germany in April. And one more in the UK on the uh, in June. So they don't have Latin America or Oceanic uh, Championship scheduled yet. So, but so they they did all these announcements. I just went like we went ten minutes just me talking about regionals and their locations. Yep. So uh, we're gonna keep going because th- there's more news that's upsetting people. Because I don't know how aware you guys were of like the re- the Rex to get into Worlds this year, but it was uh, 500 points for Masters in the video game and in the TCG to get to Worlds from North America mm-hmm. this year. Different regions have different point caps and stuff like that. It's um, really hard to get 500 points. Uh, yeah, it, it is really hard to yeah. get. It's really hard to get 500 points. Period. Um, yeah. So they. Uh, so on top of that, they also had um, travel stipends. So if you had a lot of CP, you'd get this travel stipend to go to this other international and get a chance to get more CP. And if you have, I, I forget how much CP what the bar is, but if you get extra CP, you have a chance to get a day two invite to Worlds, so you can skip day one's competition. Oh, wow. Um, so it just kind of snowballed. And so there were um, a couple of things thrown around. One, you either got like a bunch of free stuff for playing in the old format in 2016 and getting mm-hmm. enough points so that you got all of these invitations to go to all of these internationals and it just kept snowballing. Um, the other thing is if you were very, very abundant with money, abundant with currency, um, you could uh, you could just afford to fly to all of these regionals and play at them. Um, the difference is last year they had a best finish limit on these regionals. I forget how many, um, you could have probably, I think it was probably somewhere around four. Um, you could only have four regionals where you counted those championship points. And so, yeah. And so this year they got rid of the best finish limit for regionals. So I just listed off about like 12 of them to you guys. I think there's 13 or something like that in the, in North America. So no best finish limit anymore. You can go to as many of these regionals as you want. So if you have the money to go to them, go to them. Uh, so it's bringing it's bringing about uh, the so-called wallet warriors. The community is like mixed has mixed feelings on this. Um, the other thing is they also lowered that cap of five hundred championship points to get to worlds this year. It's now no, four hundred, right? It's four hundred, yeah. Which is which is kind of good. I mean, that means you only have to win two regionals. <laughs> only only I'll, have to win. I'll just do that. Yeah, you, you, you only have to win two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you only have to win two. You still get five hundred points if you win an international, which is way more points than you need now. Yeah. But. Um, the other thing that they did that really made people happy, I'm sure, is they, uh, they're doing the international for the first international tournament for, um, I believe it's in Europe this year. The first one is always in Europe, at least right now. Um, and it's going to be the same weekend as the launch of Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. So that's, that really made people unhappy, uh, because it's before the VGC formats flipping. They also made no mention of the VGC format, uh, changing this upcoming year. Which is yeah, a little when, scary. When is that? Do we, so we don't we don't know when it's actually happening. We or? don't we don't know when or if it's happening. That's the scary. Oh part. wow, okay. Because they'll, they'll typically when they announce the season, be like, well, at the end of the year, we're going to switch over to this game, right? And yeah. the rules are going to change. So we don't know if that's happening or or not yet. I, I assume it is. Like I'm I'm still going to say like twenty. Like at the end of the year, it's going to change. But 
I I'm I wouldn't hold my breath as as we were having a conversation about predicting TPCI. It's literally impossible. So, <laughs> yeah, by the way, just, can I just say really quick that in Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, I really want to get the Mega Bracelet uh, before the uh, very last, uh, you know, before the butt crack of the game starts because. <laughs> That took that takes way too long to get that. By the it, way, it does. It's really rough. Um, but no, megas aren't allowed in VGC right now, anyway, so it doesn't matter. Um, I don't so know. It matters to basket. It, yeah, it, it matters. It matters to me, man. I mean, I just, I just play. Uh, um, uh, what are they called? The Pokemon Hard Mode. Mm-hmm. So Nuzlocke. That's all I do. Yeah, Nuzlocke. Yeah. yeah, you don't get you don't get megas until post game in that, unfortunately. Uh, so we, uh, they, PPCI made a lot of people angry about this, obviously. So it's, it's a good time. Uh, the other thing is people are still calling for like changes to the format, which is also exciting. Oh yeah. Uh, like, uh, in, including Megas. Well, not that format, but like the format. <laughs> I, I think I think that's the inevitability. What I'm hoping for is so they can avoid something like the 2016 season where they got people really upset because of the primals and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, uh, what I would think they would do for changing the format is they'll open it up to national decks this year, but still no megas. And then we'll open it up to megas the year after that. And um, two legendaries. No, no legendaries. I hope no. they do. I hope they no. do zero legendaries. I hope they just open it up to megas, and then that's it. Like that's what that's their equivalent of two legendaries. They just go megas. I, I just, I'm, I'm afraid that they'll just like erase megas from the history of Pokemon. I, I know. No, it's going to be one of those things that they just kind of like keep. You know, it's just like one of those things. It's like, hey, remember this, and then you get it in the post game. You yeah. can never have them again. Well, yeah, no, no, but that's, that's that's irritating me because like they're. There were so many Pokemon that Megas made viable to play, and actually oh, absolutely! Made it. I mean, yeah, it it made some just stupid, but um, looking at you, Garchomp. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, looking at you, Garchomp, <laughs> and Mega Blaziken. <laughs> yeah, Garchomp. Garchomp was, was the worst. It, like Gar- Mega Garchomp was like the one Pokemon where it's just like, okay, so regular Garchomp's still better. Um, like that, that's one of the <laughs> yeah, only cases. Yeah, right. And well, I mean, I mean, that was, yeah, I mean, that was stupid. I, he meant, yeah. he meant stupid good. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's what like, I meant. like Blaziken and. Oh, I meant, I meant just stupid in general. And, like, and Mega, Mega Metagross. Yeah. Mega Metagross. Yeah. Dumb. Uh, it's actually not as good in the doubles format. So, uh, so yeah, the community is not like super happy about this. Um, <laughs> They they're totally they're they're fine with like the lowered CP bar because now it's actually like possible to get enough championship points locally right, to actually right. go to go to uh, worlds, which is nice. Less traveling involved to actually get there, but to go get that day two invite, you still need to be like shell out cash. Right, and, yeah. and on top of this, this also um, propagates this idea of oh, if you were good in the format last year, we're gonna still pay for you to like go to all these tournaments later on and just snowball. You know, with it, with like the the, uh, the travel stipends and stuff. I think personally, right. I think that's totally fine because mm-hmm. there there are people like I follow some people, um, and there are other fans of the Pokemon uh, franchise that follow VGC players or TCG mm-hmm. players, and so I like to see them coming back. If they have a crappy year, then you know they p- pick the wrong deck or 
they were having issues or whatever, you know, they had bad matchups, mm-hmm. but um, it's a lot of fun to watch somebody. So I'm totally okay with that. Um, I, I really like this one guy, this one guy uh, t- breaks down the pros and cons. He said mm-hmm. pros. Uh, so there's updated pricing. So like there's, there's more money at these tournaments now for video game and TCG, which is great. Um, pros, nice. they did the pricing pros. They also actually announced the dates of like the major events. Um, uh, they actually have dates for the stipend cutoff now. Um, cons, uh, day one world's world's invite is free. Um, it's not really free. It just means you still have, you still have to get 400 championship points. It's not like an easy task. Like that's right. still, that still means you have to win eight mid season showdowns. Like that's, that's a lot. Yeah. Um, and so they got rid of the best finish limit on regionals. They, they locked down a best finish limit on the uh, mid season showdowns and on the, and on the premier challenges, which is really nice. Um, and the days two worlds invite is really stupid. Um, he says, here's two plans, uh, to, to get into worlds this year. Plan a get a free day one worlds invite, which he means free by, you don't have to pay money to travel a ton. Mm-hmm. Um, two, uh, play through day one in worlds to make day two. Step three, top cut worlds by playing through day two in worlds. Step four, win worlds easy. He says, plan B, not recommended. Uh, get free day one worlds invite. Step two, drop out of school slash quit job to become a professional Pokemon master. <laughs> Step three, get day two worlds invite and possibly get a name change to Wallet Warrior. Uh, step four, <laughs> top cut worlds by playing through day two of worlds. And step five, win worlds easy. Uh, okay, so, so I got I got step two done already. So yeah, <laughs> quit your job and become a professional Pokemon master. School, professional Pokemon done. <laughs> I'm out. Did I'm out. As soon as Pokemon <laughs> Go came out, I did that. So, <laughs> so it's uh, I mean, it's it's one of those things that's just like TPCI. I don't know what you're doing. It's fine. Um, I I don't mind. I, I I really I really hate the idea of travel stipends to like make the rich get richer. You know. Um, I'm okay with, I, I feel like the prizing should be enough, right? We, if you're going to win money at the end of this event, use that money to travel then. Don't, well, don't owe them an extra, an additional stipend. I thought, okay, well, the stipend is because they did well, right? In general, so like, in general, like they, like they have, they're like the top CP values in the, in the, in that region or something like that. So, so well, who, uh, who should they be giving the stipends to then? The, the, I don't think they should lost. be getting stipends. You don't think they should be giving anybody travel stipends? No. You're terrible. Think, that's the only I, way certain people are going to be able to go. Well, that sucks yeah, well, for think, them. Think about it. Think about it, man. We all we all have jobs. We all have crap we're trying to do. You know, and yeah. uh, that travel stipend, uh, like, is I don't know. I, I'm totally cool with it. So I will respectfully agree to disagree here because okay, that's fair. That's I won't. Fair. I'm, for, I'm disrespectfully um, disagreeing because I'm the, <laughs> I'm the I'm the poor guy. Like, well, like, you have to. You still have to get enough CP to get that travel stipend. It's just okay. Like happen. So, yeah, oh, you, we just named a whole bunch of ways to do it. So, somebody, <laughs> somebody, no, but if somebody really wants to, it means that all they have to do is is have either the game or the cards. Mm-hmm. And, and play, play, and play so the little much. Pokemon Hearts app. And be, yeah, and be good, <laughs> and then go to the things that they can afford, and then after that, okay, okay, I understand, I understand win, your point. Then, then it's like, like for me, there'd be no possible way I could go to, um, the international and worlds in a year. Mm-hmm. I, there's no I way possible I could afford that. But if I do well enough, and I and I qualify, and then it's like, well, I qualified for worlds, but I can't go. Mm-hmm. because i can't afford it and they're they're paying that stipend like it's not it's not 
getting the rich richer. Like, yeah, if somebody's got well, a lot of well, money, to be fair, like, if, you're, if you're if you're if you're at that point, discount. you should be winning like money from these events. Like, okay, but that's a prize money. That's that's still like use that to travel. It's a prize. Money. Okay, you can, but but why should I have to? I because won that. I, yeah, you won you the know, travel I, stipend. I qualified too. and I won. And then, I, yeah, it's also a style. It's not, you're not missing out on anything. Why do you care? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like devil's advocate? Like, yes, pretty much at this point. Yeah. <laughs> for an airplane ticket. Like, don't be, a, don't be such a wet blanket. <laughs> <laughs> I can do what I want. It's my show. Okay, um, but that's uh, it. I just wanted to, I wanted to get people informed about the uh, the regionals and the uh, new cutoffs for getting to worlds in the, in North America. That is in Europe, it's a little bit different. I think they also dropped it to like three fifty in Europe, which is uh, really scary. So that's yes, that's a lot of fun. They're just they're just not as good at trainers. Those well, trainers, I think so. I think it's a I think it's an idea that they might be getting rid of some tournaments in um it, in Europe and uh, doing fewer than they typically do. Uh, because Latin America awesome. got a Latin America got a bump up to 300 CP, which is nice. a sign that that region's growing. So good for them. And yeah, we'll just we'll keep it going. So uh, watch out for that. Like I said, there's some chance you'll we'll grow into regionals. We'll post more on our social media if that does happen uh, for some of them. So we uh, we'll keep you informed. Stay up to date with that. Uh, but we are going to take a short commercial break here, guys, and we're going to come back at you with the Pokemon of the episode. Rappel Incorporated is looking for adventurous, brave, and talented individuals to join our team here at our Viridian City location. We here at Rappel Incorporated produce the number one product in Pokemon repellent today. In order to create our high-quality product, we need trainers like you to venture forth into the depths of Viridian Forest and procure vital elements of the Rappel formula, including Vespiquen saliva, Beedrill stingers, and Venomoth powder. Required skills of the position include at least three badges and a Pokemon team, preferably at least one fire type. Psychic trainers need not apply. Applicants must also be willing to sign a waiver, stating they do not hold the company responsible for any injury or fatalities, for that matter, received in the line of duty. So come on and join our exciting team. <laughs> episode and welcome back to the show our sh- our pokemon of the episode this week is national dex number 752 araquanid the water bubble pokemon it's pokemon sun uh pokedex entry states it delivers headbutts with the water bubble on its head small pokemon get sucked into the bubble where they drown don't mess with araquanid Araquanid is so cool, actually. So he- <laughs> like, it, it's it's use it's so useful. Like you don't even know he's got uh, is he's got a base. I think uh, yeah, one thirty two special defense, a base ninety two defense stat. He's water bug, which is an awesome typing. And I'm really sad. Like up until it's now, we only had cool. yeah, we only had that typing on uh, Surskit. Surskit. Yeah, we did. Yeah, and uh, that thing's just a mess. It's a mess. Thing, so <laughs> uh, on top of that. Uh, Araquanid should be damaged normally by fire type moves due to its bug typing, but it gets the ability Water Bubble, which is way better than Water Absorb, which is its hidden ability. And Water Bubble decreases the damage done by fire type moves by half, I believe. So it essentially gives it a fire resist on top of everything else, which is nutsos and awesome. And 
just coupled with like his defense stats, which are through the roof. Wait, it, it, doesn't, is, it, doesn't, it doesn't have what? a fire resist. I mean, it it's gets not, one because it, of its ability. It's, it's damaged normally. Yeah, yeah, but it, it resists it oh, because yeah, of water yeah, bubble. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, the water the water bubble ability is what we're trying to hype here. Direct, uh, yes, water bubble. <laughs> Woo <Woo-woo>! Yeah. <laughs> so it's got it's a lot of fun to run it because bug is actually a really good type, and it got some good buffs this gen. Uh, with yes. leech life becoming a leech base life. eighty move. I love that. I love that that happened. Like that was what bug type needed because there's there's mm-hmm. quite a few like beasty bug types, but there was no way to like. Yeah, we got we got a couple recover. things. We got we you well we got lose, but that was it. We got leech life and <laughs> lunge. Like lunge is also another good move. It's also base eighty, same as X scissor. By the way, uh, X scissor is right. just like d- shouldn't exist anymore because all it does is like increase crit ratio. I think. And that's just not worth it when you can do lunge, which is guaranteed to, I believe, decrease the defense of your opponent. They should have buffed um, X Scissor when they when they yeah no they attack it decreases up. attack of your opponent so that's like getting a free burn just by hitting lunge and yeah. then li- uh, it gets if you're, a free growl. If your bug, bug type can use lunge and you're still using X Scissor, you've got it, problems, bro. It, well, yeah, it gets it also gets access to liquidation, which is a physical water type move, which lowers the opponent's defense stat on top of that. So like yes. it there's just so many good things. Uh, so like, there's nothing, there's nothing bad about Araquanid other than its speed and the rest of its stats. Um, and <laughs> it murders Pokemon with uh, water headbutts. Well, well, its attack, its attack stat is, uh, base 70, which isn't the greatest, but with those defenses, it's pretty bulky. Base 68 HP isn't something to like, it's not enviable either, but Araquanid has, it can play a different, couple different roles. One of the places we've seen it a lot recently actually is in the VGC. It's been playing a lot there because of its slow speed stat. It's base 42 speed. And that makes it a perfect candidate for Trick Room, which is most viable in VGC just because the turns last, the games last so much shorter. So a five turn yeah. Trick Room can be capitalized on. And so Araquanid typically runs Liquidation, probably something with Water EMZ. Um, you can run Lunge. Uh, wide, it learns Wide Guard, which is amazing. Yeah, that's um, super awesome. That, that was and, what made me a fan of this book. Mm-hmm. And then it also gets protect like every other Pokemon. So if you run something like that, and you just run like full HP investment, full attack investment, and Water EMZ, you you're just like hitting it really well. And right now with Arcanine being one of the most popular Pokemon in the in the format, I believe it was second at the international in usage, second to like Tapu Koko. Um, <laughs> it like you can like Araquanid has a place in this meta. It's it's definitely usable. Trick Room is something that's incredibly common. A lot of soft Trick Room teams exist where Trick Room, it's not a hard Trick Room team where your team revolves around it, but rather your team has the option to Trick Room. That's really popular right now with Porygon Z and all of its bulk. So this is definitely Mm -hmm. something to consider, something to think about when you're playing the game now. Uh, Unless, of course, your opponent has a Tapu Koko. So, (laughs) um, Right, which they all do. Yeah, you, you can always try to run it in singles. <laughs> you can try to run it in singles um, with, like, Leech Life, Liquidation, um, and Toxic, and you could, you could run some spreads with it. Uh, it's technically, it's, t- it's in, not technically, it is in the RU tier currently, which is probably where it belongs. So, <laughs> just totally, because that's But, but VGC is a whole different game. Yeah, the VGC is completely different. I, I agree with you. I mean, doubles is just a completely different format to think about, and Araquinid does perform well there. It has made top cut several times this year in VGC, so don't count it out. Wow. By the yeah. way, is I, 
Just a quick question. Is Tapu Koko, does he get uh, more play than uh, Cartana? Because I always yes. see them together. Yeah, he gets more so play than Cartana. Yeah, that don't run Cartana? Top, top, yeah. Tapu Koko was the number one uh, used Pokemon at the International uh, with, I believe, like 27 usages in Top Cut um, out of 32. So 27 teams out of 32 ran Tapu Koko. I'm um, curious. I'm curious what, like, what are people running instead of Cartana? Is there like a substitute kind of thing? Um, so Cartana is not always there. Um, it is popular. It's just not always there. I let me let me see if I can pull up. I, I talk about we talked about this on uh, Battlecast briefly, um, but uh, let me pull up the uh, the resources and the reports here real quick. So Arachnid's name appears to be based on Arachnid and Aqua. What? <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Crazy. So I totally Crazy. lied. I don't think Araquidid <laughs> made top cut at internationals. It didn't. Um, liar. I, I'm a huge liar. I am. I am just the worst. You know, like I, I, I lie. I'm a chronic liar. Um, it did not make internationals. I don't think. Let me double check. Uh, Arak. Oh, there are no no Araquinids. So Araquinid did not make top cut at internationals, though it has in the, it has at regionals in the past. Trust me, I'm a doctor almost. Um, and yeah, Cartana was so Tapu Koko was on 27 teams. Cartana was only on 12. Tapu Koko is just one of those Pokemon you slap on anything because it's super fast. Um, yeah, that's what it that's, turns out. Yeah, you said you said you're a doctor almost, but that's yeah. like being like having like a doctorate in like. I don't know, like anthropology or something like that. Like, <laughs> it's not—it's not as useless as a doctorate in anthropology. However, <laughs> you are not a doctor. <laughs> I'm not like a—I'm not a medical doctor. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm just, medical. I'm, I just messed with you, man. Yeah, I know it's fine. So, uh, so, so uh, it has two TCG cards currently in rotation. Well, not actually, only one in rotation. One of them will be in rotation in like two weeks. Um, but the one that's currently in rotation is from Sun and Moon. It's a water type card. And I, I like it only because it pretty much like stalls out Volcanion, which is what Beaverlo runs. So um, I've, always thought about, like, I've always thought about building a deck around it just to be like, you can't win anymore. Um, because yeah, Araquinid's ability, oh ability is Water Bubble, which says prevent all damage done to this Pokemon from attacks from your opponent's fire type Pokemon, which is typically all a... Uh, a uh, what's it called? A Volcanian deck would play. Though they are starting to uh, switch over to Tapu Lele, so that that yeah. could definitely uh, like, help it out yeah. in that case. But you well, could yeah, do Aqua, you could do Aqua Edge for seventy with uh, with a water and two colorless. Go ahead, Bo. I apologize. I was just going to say with the uh, Vs Seeker going out, I think we're going to see a lot more Lele. I think you're going to see three of Leles in a lot of decks. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just don't want to spend seventy dollars to get two more Leles. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking about buying one more. I'm thinking about buying one more. Yeah, I need I need one more for um, a full set, and mm-hmm. uh, I'm gonna do that because with versus seeker out, I need what I want when mm-hmm. I have it. I'm, 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 I agree. I'm seeing like you know not to take away from the TCG Thunder or anything like that, but I'm seeing a lot of stuff that's going to be shuffling the cards back into uh, like not a lot of discard, a lot more shuffling back into your deck yeah. and then grabbing with the Tapu Lele's. Especially right. because Super Scoop Up is coming back out again. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be it's gonna be 
you know, I put down all four of my lilies because I needed to find stuff. Let me shuffle everything back in. Let me put down another one. Yeah. Or do play super scoop up, pull those back up, and then do it again. Yep. Uh, so the other Araquanid is in Burning Shadows. It is a grass type Araquanid. It is garbage for double colorless. You do bubble net for 30, and it may, it does not let you to attach uh, energy to your opponent's defending Pokemon during their next turn from their hand. Uh, so no energy attachments, which, I mean, kind of works, but at the same time is garbage. Um, yeah. And then Sharp Fang for a grass and a double colorless at uh, for 80 damage, which is it's bad. Don't even play it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh. Yeah, so uh, also, once again, the the sets once again reveal that we should be getting the Japanese set names as opposed to the English set names. So uh, we have Burning Shadows and Japan had to have seen the Battle Rainbow. Um, so <laughs> That's so awesome! Right? Gosh! Do have, it's like, it's like just, how we got, we, like, got, like... we got Roaring Skies, and the name of Roaring Skies in Japan was Rage of the Broken Heavens. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, boys. Yeah. Tell me which set name you would rather have. I, uh, I think I'm going to start a, a like a, an electro rock band and just name all the songs after Japanese Pokemon <laughs> card set names. Just be like right? Magic Sword and just to have seen the Battle Rainbow. To have um, seen the Battle Rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> I totally um, do. I can see it. All right. If you want to learn more about Arachnid, uh you can go to PokePodcast.com because um, sometimes I fly. We'll write an awesome article about it. Um, he's so good at that. Um, and but you can also check out all the other awesome articles at PucklePodcast.com, including Arrow, who's doing some battle articles, and duly noted doing some awesome TCG articles. So check those out. And that is it for Poke of the episode. We are gonna kick it on over, guys, quickly to the mailbag. It's mail time. It's time for the mailbag. Send in your emails. You got me. The mail's here. You got me. Check your inbox. You got me. It's time for the mailbag. Mail! And on to the mailbag. The mailbag, as always, is brought to you by the energy drink, Green Tauros. The energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves! And as always, we'll give the Green Taurus badge to anybody who we think writes a good email. That That's just kind of how it goes. If you're new to the show, this is the segment of the show where we read listener email. So uh, if you want to, you can send us an email at pucklepodcast at gmail.com. Literally anything you want to talk about. Um, well, Pokemon related, of course. Like, don't don't send me, like, uh, I mean, if you do want to send me, like, a self-help email, like, I'll probably respond. But, like, let's try to keep it to Pokemon. Okay. So... <laughs> Uh, every week we ask you guys about a uh, we ask you guys a mailbag question. I'm pretty sure nobody actually answered it here, um, and so we're gonna go ahead and read them. So uh, last week or not last week, two weeks ago, because la- last week was the PuckleCon episode. We're gonna ask we uh, asked you guys about your thoughts on Pokemon Go Fest, and let's go ahead and read them. So our first email, I'll grab this one, of course, guys, um, is from Space Cadet Linian. Hello, Thatch and crew. I'm a new listener to the show, having found you guys from the next game from the Game Corner episodes. Being able to play along made the hours of my shift much more tolerable. Humorously, this means I never encountered Thatch by the time I decided to listen to the show proper. This was very confusing to me, having no experience and even mishearing the in, the intro as Trainer Snag. Huh. 
While while I joined too late for the summer league in PuckleCon, I'm excited to be part of the community. Anyways, yeah, I'm excited to have everyone. Anyways, I thought I would ask you about something that usually doesn't warrant too much discussion, nicknames. So here's the question. What's the most ne- memorable nickname you've given? Mine has to be a tie between Hair Metal, the Alolan Doug Trio. Hair Metal, wait, a tie? You only listed one. Uh, a tie between Hair Metal, the Alolan Doug Trio. That's all he said. Hashtag later, man. Space Cadet Lydian. Sent from my road. He was too excited. He's too excited and that's totally fine. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Uh, most memorable nickname I've ever given. I don't actually give like memorable nicknames. Like I'll just name things like what? George. Like <laughs> I mean, I name I name things just like random stuff. Um, I think I'm gonna. I, I think the most memorable nickname is one I'm gonna give in the future to a Tapu Bulu. I'm gonna call it Tapu Bubu. Um, <laughs> Bobo? Just be, ta, Tapu Bobo. Uh, I, I I I was just like I was I was saying this to myself one day. Like, hey Tapu Bobo, you want a picnic basket? Um, <laughs> and so. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tabu boo-boo. Hey, tabu boo-boo, you wanna do you wanna pick a basket? It's grassy terrain, so like it makes sense. There you um, go. Uh, do you guys have any memorable nicknames? Yeah. Um. um so well, basket I, does basket does nuzlocke, so he has to. Yeah. So I have a plethora of uh, memorable names. However, uh, the most disappointing at the beginning nuzlocke that I did was my nuzlocke for Moon, uh, where I ended up with Poplio. Uh, which I ended up loving, of course, because that's what mm-hmm. those lucks do. Um, but uh, it was a male poplio, and the final form definitely looks extremely female. So mm-hmm. I named it Jeffree Star. Um, <laughs> Google that if it's okay with your parents. Um, and uh, um, I love that name. I absolutely love that name. Uh, and uh, it made it made the character so much more fun, or well, the Pokemon so much more fun to play with. Um, and uh, yeah. Yeah. How about you, Bo? Any memorable nicknames for you? All the ones that uh, my ex-girlfriend deleted that were just named, like, <laughs> Groudon EX and Medicham EX. All those guys. <laughs> I love them. I, I love just them. Nick, I just I named just them fixed. after the Pokemon card. Uh, Pokemon cards. Oh. I was so into it. Oh, really fast. Really fast. Uh, um, so I got a Nogard Machamp on my um, uh, Auras uh mm-hmm. Nuzlocke, and I named it uh, Randy Bo Bandy from, uh, <laughs> from Trailer Park Boys because that's it's just hilarious. wearing the, it's just wearing the underwear. And yeah, I was like, yeah. that's so that's also one of my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bo, get this next email from King Zen. Well, hello, Puckle Crew. Zen's writing in again. While the podcast description said the mailbag topic was discussing our experience at GoFest, but this is a family-friendly podcast. If anyone <laughs> would like a great synopsis of what went terribly, terribly wrong, Game Explain has a wonderful video on the topic. Um, however, I do have a question for the cast regarding Ultrasound Ultramoon. As many know, sequel games in Pokemon are typically the introduction point for move tutors, and I would like to know what old mons might get access to new moves in order to finally achieve higher viability, or what new mons might gain access to older moves for the same effect. My prediction would be Mr. Mime gaining access to Instruct. So that one won't happen. Uh, because uh, it, typically, it typically is... Uh, it's typically older moves are in the move tutors in the sequels. It's never new moves are in the move tutors for the sequels. It, it always makes up for like TMs not being present when they change TMs. 
Um, like Stealth Rock isn't a move tutor because it was a TM in Gen 4. And so the, the only thing that hasn't moved over yet, and what I really want, is I want Defog to be a move tutor. <laughs> That'd I want be Defog- nice. Because Defog got such a buff in Gen 6, and then we mm-hmm. still had to transfer stuff from Gen 4 to get it. Like, to yep. this day, to get Defog on a Pelipper, I need to transfer from Gen 4. Mm, that's pain. That's garbage. That is pain. Um, Zen- Oh, go, 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 go. <laughs> I was going to say, I want to dynam- uh, dynamic punch on the no guard uh, Pidgeot. <laughs> dynamic punch on Pidgeot. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Staraptor gets close combat. It's totally fair. Um, that, honestly, you're not wrong. You know? Uh, you're, you're not wrong. It's dynamic punches them with his face instead of hands. <laughs> it's, a would, dyna- it's a dynamic beak slap is what it is. <laughs> That should be a flying type move instead. Dynamic beach. Like, I like style. that most flying type moves are just like a beak. Like that's a flying type move. That's the definition of flying type beak. Beak <laughs> and or wing. Yeah. Yes. Right. Um, let's see. Uh, I think I think you're totally in the right those end. Uh, they could totally do new stuff and that's just, just being a Well, I think it's more new Pokemon or new Pokemon getting new things. Like that yeah. was the that's what happened with Greninja last gen. That was the reason Greninja got pushed over that edge into Ubers in Gen 6. Was because mm-hmm. when um when uh move tutors came out, it got access to Gunk Shot, which was yeah. just disgusting because that made Greninja absolutely horrid to deal with, and now it's still in it's still an OU in Gen 7, and I'm very confused by this. Yeah, because um, before before uh, got access to that. You could have totally knocked it out with um, with six of your Pokemon. Type, <laughs> it got gunk shot, and it was like, okay, well, now it's only yeah. And the thing defensive. is, you, you, yeah, the, the, it, you only needed to put uh, forty four attack EVs in it to Oko and Azumarill. Like it was nuts. Yeah. Because you totally see Azumarill. Oh, yeah. Well, you used to a lot in Gen Six. <laughs> yeah, no, in Gen like 6, that was that was that was like the Greninja answer was a Zoomeril. Yeah, that, I mean that was that was the fairy. That was the physical yeah. fairy. Yeah, yeah, um, and, and also also gunshot. It actually hits both. It actually hits both of its major weaknesses. Yeah, uh, I'm kind, grass I'm, typing and the fairy. So it's yeah. I'm kind of hoping for like a play rough move tutor so that Tapu Bulu can get like an actual physical fairy uh, type move. That would be amazing. Tapu Bulu would be OP. Tapu boo boo, yeah. Tapu boo boo. <laughs> all right, uh, that's, that's it for me. Hope to see you all on the flip flop, King Zenth. Yeah, emails. All right, so this next one is from Ash uh, Basket. This is you. Hello, Thatch, and your gregarious co-hosts. That's a first time adjective. writing in. Oh, first time. Thank you very much for writing yeah. in, Ash. This is awesome. Yeah, I love it. Wait, is it? Is it? Is it the Ash? No, it's like, Ash with an E. Oh my god! Oh, oh no, that's right, that's right. Ash. Oh, what if he's yeah, just? Really what if he's just trying to cover it up? Really? Oh no! What if he's just trying to cover it? Up? <laughs> what, if, what if that's actually how he spells it? Because I don't think they ever spell it out in the show. I don't know if he they could. Do or he not. could be. He could. He could spell it that way. He yeah, could. he could be right. And all the media is just wrong. No, they they do yeah. spell it. They do spell it out in uh in like episode seven when they go to Zerillion City and. Uh, Gary writes on the sign, Ash is a loser. Dang it, you're right. Gary could just not care how his name's spelled, though. That's true, that, too. That's he true. could just be like, I'm going to leave off this E because Ash is a loser. <laughs> <laughs> All right, keep right, going. Sorry. sorry, Ash, I'll continue with your letter. Um, first time writing in, been listening to you for about a year now. 
though I've been on your Discord since the start of the Summer League. You should say words and talk to us. Yes, say words. Talk. Speak. <laughs> <laughs> I must say, Buckle has been very welcoming, and I want to thank all of them for helping a longtime player but first-time noob to competitive VGC Smogon player. A little bit about me. Started playing with Blue. First starter was Squirtle. Wrong choice, I'm sorry. Uh, played every main Whoa. game since Diamond. Dinosaur is the only way to Pearl, go. Platinum. Well, they they didn't play they didn't play Diamond and Pearl or Platinum. Yes, correct. Yeah. That's uh, but, important uh, knowledge. But the correct first starter is uh, Charmander. So you you are so wrong. Um, uh, I like that like we're all in the divide on this. <laughs> yeah, no, we <laughs> are one hundred percent. He's one of us. He's number one for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> I actually I actually talked about that on uh the uh the new game plus podcast this week. Um they asked they were talking about um Pokemon starters and one of them was like a huge Charmander fan. I'm like, you know you're wrong on so many levels, right? Like like no, Charizard like Venusaur Venusaur has been like on top of Charizard since the beginning. Like no joke. Still to this day. Like Venusaur still is com- it's more competitively viable than Charizard X right now. If you look at the viability rankings mm-hmm. in OU, uh, like Mega Venusaur, still on top. What's the other one? Even the, the other guy that you could Blastoise. Choose? A, yeah, no, I mean I knew his name. That was the joke. Um, <laughs> you totally see Blastoise run all over. No, not right now. No, <laughs> it's awful. No, never, never. Because they never put him in the anime Sorry, where he where he punched somebody in the face and let off. <laughs> oh yeah, and then the hydro pumps right out of the yeah. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Uh, see yeah. baskets on my on my on my team though okay that <laughs> would be cool I, that would be I, super I, cool i've been hearing this since 2013 <laughs> so yes but it would it regardless would be awesome it, it would be so cool. so you know what when when uh when mega blastoise gets to punch somebody straight in the teeth and then hydro pump their face off i'm Squirtle so happy will be, uh real hey, good i'm so you're running at you're running a ptu campaign right oh my gosh yeah that should totally happen. Just saying, it's happening now. It's totally happening. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm I'm sorry, Ash. We just keep getting so far. <laughs> so far well, welcome to the Puckle Podcast. You just yeah. have so many great things that you're saying that are creating. Right. <laughs> it's creating such a good conversation. Okay, keep going. All right. Going. A little bit about me. Started playing with Blue. First started with Squirtle. Played every main game, save Diamond, Pearl, Platinum. So if they make a remake of them, I may get it. Favorite regions are Johto and uh, Kalos. Favorite Pokemon is Dragonair and Ninetales, both normal and Alolan. I also want to say that I really enjoyed last week's episode. The familiarity everyone had in the group could be felt by how easy the conversations flowed. I have to say, out of the other Pokemon podcasts I found, yours is the best for that reason. Out of the other two. Thank you so much. Yeah, Uh, I I do appreciate that. I do appreciate that, though. Yeah, absolutely. You don't sound forced. Tell your friends. Yes, tell friends. <laughs> you don't sound forced. Everyone generally sound uh, sounded like they are having fun talking about Pokemon and not slogging through because it's what they have to do. I'm glad I can <laughs> fake it for you. Oh, yes. uh, yeah, we we fight lots on this show all the time. It'll be like, yeah, yeah, no, uh, no. You got you got like there are definitely some weeks where like I walk into it and it's just like, man, I don't want to do this today. But the thing is, like, I'll get into the show and it'll be way better. Because I'll be it's like, a blast. yeah, because I'll be like, I love talking to these yeah. guys. Yeah, I love talking to you guys. Right. So, uh, it's wonderful. All right, keep going. Finish it off. 
Uh, to end it, uh, thank you for indulging me on this long email. But before I go, I'll leave you with this. Little green dino, small bu- bulb growing on your back. First starter to pick. Much love, Ash. Okay, so they drew, they wrote a haiku. Do they do they get the green Taurus badge automatically, Bo? It's a haiku about Bulbasaur. Um, okay, okay, okay. So I'm I'm totally down for this. However, it does say <laughs> Squirtle in the email, and that was they started first. with Squirtle, but I, I feel like they're pandering to Bo. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> you knew I was going to be on here. I like, don't think picked, so. You you picked the week to do a Bulbasaur haiku. <laughs> 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 That's fantastic. Poems also uh, resound well. Um, I don't think we can disqualify our last email without even no. having read it. Yet. No, no, correct, correct. Uh, correct. Also, so la- also, the last email, the last email does have this in its fa- uh, favor. This email stated both Squirtle and Bulbasaur, and not Charmander. So this has <laughs> a potentially negative one. Uh, for me. But, but <laughs> I do right, like it very right. much. So we'll figure this out. After the last email. <laughs> Next email is from Knight Rider. This is the last one for the day. Uh, greetings, Thatch and Company. In case no one said it, hooves. Uh, hooves. Bo, Bo did say it. I've been away for Puckle for over six months to avoid Sun and Moon spoilers, and it took me a very long time to get through the game. Sometime late last year, I bought the game and put over 20 hours into it and then put the game down for some reason. Didn't pick it back up until about June to finish the game. Life broke. We all got it. Yeah, I had other things going on, but it wasn't completely void of Pokemon. The Pokemon-related stuff included playing Poke Park 2, Wonders Beyond. <laughs> that one made me laugh too hard. Um, uh, Pokemon Tournament and a little bit of Pokemon X. After beating Pokemon Moon, I needed to start listening to the podcast again. I'm a truck driver, though I feel silly plugging, the, plugging in my occupation again. It's the very reason I've been able to catch up on over six months of Puckle. It's also relevant to the story about how I miss PuckleCon. Excuse me. Uh, I missed it in a very painful way. I live very far away from Ohio. I was driving eastbound on I-70 through Columbus, listening to the Puckle podcast while PuckleCon was going on, knowing about it and being unable to stop Uh and participate because my load was bound for the East Coast and I was already running late and in hot water over it. Bro, no. So many mailbag questions. I should only answer a couple that compelled me the most to answer to keep this email from getting too ridiculous. You don't even know. Somebody once missed like six months of the show and then sent in an, an like a detailed answer to each mailbag. It was literally <laughs> yeah. it was three thousand words. It was longer oh, wow. than the paper I wrote for my masters. Um, <laughs> yeah, don't send in three thousand word emails, guys. We love you, but there's not yeah. enough time. Yeah. Um, so. My, my first experience of Pokemon, my first experience of Pokemon was through the Pokemon anime. It was in 97 or 98, airing on a network called UPN before WB. That was actually, I think, a Chicago-only network. Um, it aired weekday mornings, and I'd always watch or tape on school days. Pokemon is my favorite anime and my second favorite TV show of all time. My favorite generation. My favorite generation is five. Well, you're wrong. Uh, the games look cool, <laughs> and seasons 14 to 16 of the anime was spectacular. Oh, you're you're wrong. Um, Iris, Iris is no, cute. I, 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 I know a lot of people that really like yeah. black and white. It, it was really cool action wise. I'll give him that. It was really cool action wise. And Ash caught a good variety of Pokemon, so I'll give him. Yeah, that. he like keep in mind, dude, Keep them. in mind, the guy that is most after you about liking Gen Five is the one that his favorite generation is Gen Four. So yeah. keep that in mind You're when wrong. you take this. <laughs> because I'll tell he you is why the you're... one that is wrong. I'll tell. I'll tell I'll you give, that. Right I'll now. give you numbers. I'll give you. Numbers. <laughs> uh, Iris is cute. 
got rid of that Brock loser, Team Rocket was cool, and the Meloata saga was fascinating. In closing, I love Pokemon and the podcast. Keep it up, Knight Rider. Awesome what, sauce. What a cool name now and that he's I know got a sweet too. name. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, to go along with that like truck driver. I wonder if that's like his handle on a CB radio. Oh man, I hope so. That, I, I kinda hope, hope so. so now. Uh oh, now you have to respond, <laughs> Knight Rider. Next PocoCon, we have to have a CB radio so that if he has to like travel, if he drives through again, we can for like ten seconds. Yes, yes, yes. Is that right? Like four nine and nine rider that says most of us coming tomorrow. I don't know. I don't know radio talk. I just watch movies. I watched a lot of Smokey and the Bandit. I think I got this one down. Right. I've seen the movie at least twice. So the. The uh, that's it for the mailbag this week, guys. If you want to email us next week, you can do so at pucklepodcast at gmail.com. The question next week is going to be, what are your thoughts on the 2018 Pokemon circuit? So let us know. Uh, pucklepodcast at gmail.com. But Green Taurus badge, before I forget, I actually remembered today. Um, I think I, I'm still a fan of Ash because they wrote the haiku. Yeah, I like But Knight like Rider's cool too, but we'll go with Ash here. Uh, I Knight Rider. Knight Rider. What? Okay. And it doesn't Bo. have to do with Charmander. Bo, who are you voting for? Who are you voting for, Bo? I got to go with Ash, man. Oh, man. I'm the tiebreaker. I choose Zenth. Um, No, um, (laughs) I choose... uh, I think Zenth already has it. I I think so. Uh, I'm going to go with Ash. I'm going to go with Ash here. I'm going to go with Bo. We got a haiku. And they started with Squirtle like a a boss. So we're going to go with that. I want a Knight Rider to write in so we can respond to whether or not that's his handle on the CB radio. Yeah. Uh, so I'm encouraging that. If it is, he default he, gets he it. He default right. gets it. Like, <laughs> like, what if somebody writes two haikus, though? I mean, oh, what? God. Is that, is that <laughs> up, guys? Let's, let's see. I mean, so, so, Ash, you can submit for the Greetors badge on the website. You're more than welcome to it. And as I said, you can email us at pucklepodcast.com. If you want to hang out with us during the week, you can do so by checking out our Discord. There's an invite link in the show notes. You can also find it by going to pucklepodcast.com and clicking the chat page. You'll also find it there finally if you want to check us out on socials twitter facebook tumblr reddit those are all on the website as well puckle podcast and we're usually puckle podcast everywhere you want to find us except, except for twitch twitch yep uh which you should come to twitch.tv slash the puckle podcast you share a nice stream weekly um it is great it's a lot of fun you can get into battles you can get into tcg matches we just have a blast there shamu is also possibly getting in on this very soon so you also get into bit wars you can get into Bit Wars with Ten Little Men and Seth Vilo. Um, so that, that'll be a lot of fun. And uh, <laughs> there's also the, like, the cool Bit Boss thing I put on there, which is really cool. You can become the Bit Boss during the stream. So it's a lot of fun. Final things uh, on top of that. Um, uh, review us on iTunes if you haven't already. iTunes reviews really get us pumped. They get us going. And, or whatever platform you're listening to us on, make sure you subscribe as well, because then you won't miss an episode when, it's, when it comes out. It'll automatically download to your phone slash computer slash uh, microchip in your brain. And uh, I think that's I think that's it. Oh, Patreon! If you'd like to if you'd like to support the Puckle Podcast, you can do so uh, by heading to Patreon at Patreon.com/slash/PucklePodcast, and you can donate there. Thank you to all of our patrons. Now they help us do awesome things such as PuckleCon. That was a blast. And we also get to give out, but you get to make like really cool swag, like the green Tauros koozies and which we give back to the community and we get to make just a lot of cool things. We get to make a lot more content like, uh, uh, what's his name? Shamu is going to do in the very near future. So it's going to be a lot of fun. So thanks for all of you. I'm trainer thatch. I'm Bosefis. And I'm basket. And here at the lavender tower. It's closing time. (laughs) 
Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.